Hello, this is Grace Hayes, and you're listening to Up in the Mix. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Star, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude that you thought I was. This is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican, Ernesto, Captain Culo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local also, that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? El hombre de la gente, the habitual line crosser, the honey badger, the fucking baby whisperer, and I got a new one, tracksuit poppy. <laughs> Gonna, it's gonna be me in the summertime if we're allowed out. <laughs> we're coming to you with a new episode this week, despite the fact that the coronavirus is sweeping the fucking world right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're, we're safe here in the Honeycomb Hideout for the time being. How's your week been, Caesar? Uh, my week's been pretty, you know, just at work. Everyone a little worried about because I work in an office. Everyone like has children at daycare, children at school, and things like that. And like an example, a supervisor. She got a call from her daycare saying she can't bring the kid anymore, but still has to pay for those two weeks to keep the kid's spot. Yeah, yeah. And then she asked the boss and the boss told her, no, she can't take time off, you know? So it's just like, it's just crazy. She used to go off on the daycare. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. This, is, this, is, this isn't like normal because my brother's daycare works mm-hmm. that way. It's like, this isn't normal circumstances. Yeah. Like, you're gonna be. I'm supposed to be paying. Like, what if we're closed for six weeks? I'm gonna pay six, six weeks, weeks for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, get the fuck out of here. And it's crazy. I want to know the name of that daycare so yeah. we can blow it up. Put it on black. Like, fuck those people. But it's just wild shit too. Because, <clears throat> so like, an ex- it's just the domino effect. So like, no kids there. Then they have to like get someone else to babysit the kid, and they're probably gonna babysit a couple other kids, and it's just gonna be like a mini daycare, and stuff's still gonna get spread around. But. I don't know, other than that, just everyone wor- <laughs> everyone worrying about the corona and just reading what the, the fucking Edward Edward Cheeto Fingers is doing. Edward Cheeto Fingers. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. We need to make another one. Trumpito and stuff like that. Whatever he's doing out there is making the wrong He's moves. doing nothing. Nothing. He's fucking up. He's, he's, he's downplaying everything. He's, he's, he's fucking up. Yeah, and I keep I, friends keep sending me stuff where it's like he doesn't have the virus, he does have the virus, and I'm like, doesn't matter. He's orange. He's not gonna last long. <laughs> yeah, how was your week? Uh, my week was yeah similar. Like we watch uh, this program called CNN Ten. They make for students every day so it's like 10 minutes of like news of what happened like the day mm-hmm. before so like they've been every day been talking about the coronavirus for weeks now so like i've been following it closely so the kids are like we're asking questions just doing a bunch of research like like mm-hmm. they're not tripping you know like yeah i probably already have it like you know because yeah. they realize like one girl's like they're like not many people under 15 are even getting it at all yeah. like yeah they might be asymptomatic and might not even have symptoms but mm-hmm. still carry it so you know, end of the week, I was looking forward to spring break, yeah. and like <laughs> all this shit just hit the fan yeah. as we were going into spring break. So I'm glad we already have the next two weeks off scheduled. So mm-hmm. 
just gonna lay low and fucking walk, <laughs> like see what happens like yeah. self self quarantine here in the honeycomb and got some video games mm-hmm. like got some streaming stuff. services we're still watching that veep yeah be the lady watching veep the other night so just gonna be chilling super hard i'm just pumped that your kids are interested in that you know because like the av- and they're not too worried because the average person right now it's they're panicking well that's the thing like I've noticed these kids don't panic. Like they've seen so much, a lot of shit in their life already. Shit in their life already. <laughs> they're like they're not phased. They're like, oh, this is like they're like, oh, yeah. They're just they, mm. they're more savvy when it comes to like mm. news and like fake news yeah. and you know like they they fall for stupid shit. But they're teenagers, like all teenagers do. Yeah. But when it comes to stuff like they they have, because mm. it, it went like at first, you know, like two months ago. It was like a joke, like all the kids, like, "Oh, you got corona, like blah blah." <laughs> but then now, like, "Oh shit, this is serious. Mm-hmm. Let's let's find out." Let's about ta- it. Yeah, and it, it's just yeah, because like we're not supposed to be in, in big crowds. Like in California, they banned a uh, thousand people, so you can't a thousand people or more. Definitely against the law right now. But here, I guarantee there's a thousand people at Costco right now, <laughs> you know, and at Wally World and all those uh, horrible places. I don't like to go. Well, we have a special guest this week. Yes, we have um, this uh, this guy I've known for a long time now. He is an artist, a tattoo artist, and he also likes pretty much the same shit I do. So that's <laughs> yeah. why it's a good fitting for this show. Especially the Yankees. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I would like to welcome to the Honeycomb Hideout, Mike Queratelo. <laughs> What's up? Hey. Welcome to the show, Mike. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh boy! Well, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, no, I'm originally from New York. Um, moved here 14 years ago. Uh, never looked back. Uh, yeah. Reno got me like it gets everybody else. Yeah. I awesome uh, won't place. let you leave. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I want to. Um, yeah, I'm an artist. Uh, been tattooing almost 20 years. Um, <clears throat> I I coughed because I smoked weed, not because I have coronavirus. <laughs> disclaimer Um, yeah disclaimer i don't have corona Uh um yeah painter artist uh super nerd uh gamer Mm -hmm. um that's pretty much it i'm a collector i yeah you know animal lover i have a mini zoo at home so (laughs) um so where in new york are you from yeah uh originally from long island Oh, my parents live in Long Island. They're strong. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they're coming back to Reno soon. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's all right. That's good. But from what I see from their place, they're living well. No, I mean, it's a nice place. Mm-hmm. Uh, just not to live. Not to live. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, did you start tattooing out there in New yeah. York? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I apprenticed at the end of 1999, right after high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was it. Yeah. I was an outcast then, and I just continued to be one until I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> until now, I, all the stuff we yeah. like is finally in now the mainstream. Now you don't have tattoos. No. You're the outcast. Yeah. The world's caught up to you. Yeah. yeah. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> everyone looks like me now. Yeah. And everyone We're not pirates thing. anymore. We're like pirates the way like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> um, so were you like artistic when you were a child? Mm-hmm. Like were you always drawing? Yeah. Yeah, um, I always tell the story that I remember the first time I ever wanted to draw. Um, I was doing a book report. I think I was in like third grade. Uh, it was Curious George, and I wanted to draw the cover, and I couldn't. I just I could not do it. And my dad, who 
is not an artist as far as I know, drew the cover and from what I remember, it was exact. Like it was such a good drawing. I was floored. I was like, wait, you can do that? And so ever since then, I've just been like tracing comic books and cartoons and just drawing and drawing and drawing until I just keep drawing more. Yeah. So it's That's pretty cool. much all I do. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, so you never had any aspirations to be anything else? No, uh, I originally was going to play baseball. I played baseball through high school. Um, some unfortunate circumstances uh, stopped me from playing, and I was like, well, I got to do something. I was like, maybe I'll do art. And my mm -hmm. dad's friend at the time was an art teacher. He's like, you should be an art teacher. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> 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 fuck that. But uh -huh. art sounds fun, mm -hmm. so I just did that. And just uh, I never took like college art classes. Yeah, no or formal. Yeah, no. I mean, other than other than high school, no formal training at yeah. all. Hmm. So just uh, self-taught. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, other than tattooing, I, obviously I'm taught by my peers. But um, yeah, as far as art goes, you know, YouTube's a great thing. <laughs> YouTube University. I tell everybody. Yeah, like, YouTube's I, the best. I had to teach art for a half a year, and I'm not an art mm -hmm. teacher. And I every day was on YouTube looking up videos, like showing, like coming up with things to show this kid. Like, it's great. Yeah. I think, I mean, for someone who's not an art teacher to mm -hmm. teach art, I think all you really need is to show that you want to teach them this. Like, you're enthusiastic about them learning it. And in the process, you're learning too. And that's why I think they bought into it because it's yeah. like, I'm not like an artist that's super good. Right. That I'm like, hey, I'm learning this just like you guys are. And like, I stick with it. Look what I can do. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, you can do this too. Like, you're no better Yeah, I mean, than me. art's supposed to be fun. Like, yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't paint just for the sake of painting. Like, I, I paint with purpose and if I'm not having fun doing it, I scrap it and it ends up in a pile mm -hmm. somewhere and I maybe revisit it later. But if you're not having fun, don't do it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And like for your kids, it's awesome because I remember I took a couple of classes, you know, in college and the guy was so good that it was just like it's just so hard to like even do anything because he's like he just sketches stuff and his sketch is like fantastic you know yeah. there's uh and he's gonna hate me for bringing him up but Aaron, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah i love Aaron so much yeah. because he, i always whenever i see him paint something i'm like you make it look so Dude, easy yes. <laughs> you make it look so yeah. easy and i uh -huh. love that i love that he makes it look mm -hmm. so easy and it's so tight yeah, I talked to him because I saw him at a public house the other day and we had a little conversation. I love that guy. He's so awesome. Yeah. Him and his uh, big tall colch, some, like, <laughs> yeah. some light beer. He could like yeah. just like session and smoke cigarettes and get away from uh, uh, yeah. all the students. I wish I had had him as an art teacher. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like in high, yeah, mm. I remember taking art in high school and it wasn't fun. Yeah. I was like, this kind of sucks. Mm. Like, <laughs> like you got to get us interested first before you, I understand like you have to teach us like technical stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but make like, it fun. Make it fun and relevant and interesting. Like, yeah. come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for real. But dude, having a better one, I remember when I first started charcoaling, and it was like horrible. And now by the end of the semester with that crazy art teacher, it was it was fun. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. amazing what the right teacher can yeah. do to, mm -hmm. to set you on that path. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you have anyone like that in high school that you know, kind of pointed out? Yeah, I did. Um, I, was, I was a little bit of a problem child in high school. I definitely caused a lot of shit um but i had this one teacher uh mr einsidler who uh he like every time i would act out he he wouldn't ever like send me to like detention or send me out of the class he would literally just be like you need to knock that shit off <laughs> and he just like talked to me like a human being and just like knew that there was other underlying issues making me do these things and uh he just never gave up and he just like kept me in class and just made me keep doing it 
So yeah. for keeping me Salute in high school, yeah. 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 Say what was his name? Mr. Einsidler. He's he's uh he's passed away since um I want to say about ten years ago, but mm-hmm. he was definitely a, a huge influence on keeping me on the art path. Talk yeah, like talking to people like uh like even kids as a normal person is so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember like he may be the only teacher's name I remember from high school. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like I'm so terrible with names, and for some reason, Mister, yeah, he's the one. And obviously, for that reason, yeah, he's he's the reason I do any of this. The inspiration, yeah, damn, Dude. and Stanley, but that's that's, <laughs> that's a different, different story. story. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> what made you eventually come out here? Uh, New York made me come out here. <laughs> um, you know, I. New York is where I'm from, but Reno is home. Uh, I I love being from New York. I love being able to tell people I'm from New York. Um, but it's a rat race out there, and not a fun one. Like it's it's uh it's it's really difficult to to get ahead, especially in the art field in New York. Oh, so yeah. you know I'm a work smarter, not harder guy. Mm-hmm. So um, you know I knew some people out here. I needed a change, and I'm like. Fucking let's hoof it. Yeah, because like New York, like literally, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. Because how hard, yeah, how dense, like the competition is going to be in right. no, well, no, no matter a, what field. You just have, yeah, it's the best of the best of the best of the world. Right. Like, that there. And, mm-hmm. and no matter what you're doing, it's the, the best of the best. So, yeah. like you know. And by no means do I think I'm like the best of the best, which is why I, you know, mm-hmm. I needed to seek out other uh, other fields, other valleys, and. You know, see what nature's bounties were there. Yeah, so, Reno is glad to have you. Yeah, well, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know you were working at it was like nightmare. What made you decide to want to like own your own place after that? Um. Well, little known fact is I also own nightmare. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. But I owned half of it with a friend. Um. I just it wasn't so much wanting to own a shop; it was not wanting to work for somebody else. Okay. Um. And it, you know, owning a shop is that is the only way to get around that. Yeah. So um, it, it was just, uh, it was kind of a no brainer. I'm like, I, I like to be able to do what I want mm-hmm. when I want, which is probably why I'm still single and how you um, want, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I just like being able to do what I want when I want and having a boss kind of stops you from doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you moved, what year did you move to Reno? Uh, 2006. And then when did you open nightmare? Uh, six months after that. <laughs> that <Damn>. was fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And you how got, was that process? Yeah. Um, it was interesting. It was the first time I had ever, you know, with somebody else, uh, my friend Brandon uh, Collins that mm-hmm. works at the shop too. Um, you know, he had the financial means. I had somewhat of the knowledge at the time <laughs> and we're like, fuck it, let's do this. Yeah. And so we, we, uh, we were originally in the attic of the levee mansion the white building that sundance books is in now okay. we, were, we were originally in the attic of that place uh and that place is haunted as hell nice. <laughs> um and you know it, uh, there was a salon downstairs metro and they wound up closing and they didn't say anything to us that they were going to close so we just kind of had forethought we're like this isn't going to last forever i was like we need to find something new and so our current our spot now used to be occupied by the melting pot the the hippie store mm-hmm. um and so we had heard a rumor that they were moving out. We just walked in and we talked to Eric and Monique and we're like, are you guys really leaving? They're like, yeah, we're like, we want it. <laughs> so the rest is history. We yeah. just met the owner and, you know, 
That's some initiative right there. <laughs> 13 yeah. years later, we're still there. <laughs> and back at a time where like that area of town yeah, wasn't so that good. For now, the people who, who don't know, mm-hmm. where is Lasting Dose? Uh, Lasting Dose is in uh, the heart of Midtown. Um, when we first opened, it wasn't even called Midtown yet. Right, it was right. called no, no, no. Southwest. Yeah. And there's nothing there. And nothing. there was nothing there except crackheads, which they're still there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they get to walk on nice sidewalks now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was desolate. It was like, it was bars. It was empty lots. It was abandoned buildings. It, it was nothing. Mm-hmm. And there so, shades and what? Yeah, like it was a couple shades. other places. Yeah, it was, it and was there was shades. that that, 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 that Latin club on the corner. I oh yeah, it was. Uh, was it ten nine? No, that was the, uh, the that was where Chapel is now. Yeah, it was. Uh, what was I forgot what it's called? Del Mar. No, no. it was a bunch. It, of Del names. Mar yeah. was long. Yeah, yeah, long time ago. But yeah. 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 It changed like a couple names, and that one, like people, definitely Latinos, they come strapped all day, yeah. her day out there. For real. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was just like Shays, and shout out to them for holding it down for oh, as yeah. long as they have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know, places like Soup opened up eventually, and you know, Black Hole's been there forever too. They've been there oh, for yeah. almost 20 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because wasn't there like pushback because people were like, there's too many tattoo shops along that corridor and then wells too yeah we tried but you know capitalism man (laughs) but the thing is all those tattoo shops like once you guys start opening up that other businesses follow yeah 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 after i i would think like you know aces was there and then uh dixie rose used to be there Mm -hmm. and then um us as nightmare and evolution we opened up around the same time um and it's kind of just been like the four of us for a while and then Dixie Rose closed and then Reno tattoo company opened. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and you know, pirate used to be there too. And you know, that eventually closed, but, um, it, 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 there was an explosion. I think like just off the top of my head, I can probably name 20 shops. Yeah. And there's wild. definitely probably twice as many as that. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, which is fine. I mean, there's an ask for every seat, you know, yeah. uh, I don't have to tattoo everybody and nor will I. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we just try to provide something that other shops don't provide. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what that is, but we're trying. <laughs> you got the gallery. I mean, well, guys, yeah, we got the art gallery. You guys yeah. have been there doing it for a while, so yeah. you're obviously doing something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, it's nice to, that people think that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just uh, it, it's a lot of shooting from the hip. You know, it, I'm learning how to be a businessman. As you go. As I go, yeah, because I'm an, I'm an artist at heart. I'm not a businessman, so now I got to be both. Yeah. Which is hard because the heart and the mind definitely like to fight a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I, same dilemma, like doing photography and like, you know, picking and choosing battles. I'm like, okay. Oh yeah. I like, this is cool. I don't like to do it, but I make money and it'll help finance all the other stuff. Yeah. And it's like, you're not going to, you're not going to be able to shoot every wedding. Yeah. You know, you're not. And I don't like to shoot every wedding. Yeah. And nor should you. That's, (laughs) that's too much work. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. So. That's cool though. So you've kind of seen, you've been like. You're like a midtown historian. Yeah, you know, you've seen everything. I yeah, I guess I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd never thought of it that way. I yeah, I've been. I I live in Midtown too. I live on Forest Street. Yeah, right down. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I've lived and worked in Midtown for over ten years. Um, I love Midtown. I don't ever want to leave. I love what they're doing with the construction. I love. I love everything they're doing to Midtown. And I think people need to like relax when it comes to like 
giving SNC and those companies a hard time because they're working their butts off. Yeah, I don't understand people who get mad at the actual construction, construction people, workers yeah. who are just doing yeah, their job. It's yeah. like they're stormtroopers. They're not the emperor. Like yeah. let's 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 yeah. yeah. breaks. Like they didn't decide <laughs> to build that fucking yeah. sidewalk or have this construction. Yeah. yeah, they're just trying to feed their families like everybody else. It's the city people who should get mad at. <laughs> you know, it's not even a city project. It's an RT. It's an mm. RTC project. No shit. Yeah, yeah. The city just is allowing it. RTC is paying for it. Oh, yeah. So you know that's. That's why you can see all those nice fancy bus stops now. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> originally, weren't they going to do some sort of like like train or like trolley system or something? Um, I don't know about that, but they were talking about a rapid uh, bus system from, okay. from UNR to Midtown to kind of bypass all the casinos and all the downtown bullshit. So, because I mean, Midtown is where college kids want to hang out. Let's be real. So yeah. they kind of just want to like avoid them, you know, getting to the casinos mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, put them in, I guess, more quote unquote positive uh environments to to let loose hmm. at so, least that's the way i see it i mean it's definitely as i mean i've lived down here i first moved down here in 2010 mm-hmm. so i like i guess it has been 10 years Fuck. Damn. yeah um like i like the improvements you know like, i love them with the, the streets and stuff like it kind of was a nightmare those like you know some of the sidewalks didn't exist and yeah like the front of our shop literally had a sidewalk that wasn't that was barely wide enough for someone in a wheelchair to go down yeah like when you were walking down the sidewalk in front of our shop you had to walk single file and if there was someone coming the other direction you well, guess someone's walking in the street mm-hmm. um so we our sidewalk is literally four times as big now and i have zero complaints <laughs> <laughs> like the safety of my clients like that's paramount to everything else so yeah. and plus it makes my building look nice <laughs> right <laughs> yeah like yeah people don't like people who don't spend time down here right they don't, don't realize like, yeah like i'm fine with this construct like oh no it's a minor inconvenience it's like two streets anyway yeah i know like who drives on no one who lives down here drives on virginia street no, anyway. no. everyone cuts down forest yeah. or holcomb <laughs> <laughs> like there's no reason to so it's not that big of a deal no it's the people like you guys said that come down here because i heard a lot of it was parking yeah and, like, and i mean we all everyone wants to be a big city but no one wants to pay the big city prices no and but that's thing. another thing too i heard complaints were like just because people couldn't park directly in front of the place they were right. going people are, had a block people aren't used to parking yeah. like half a block or two blocks yeah. away and walking yeah yeah and you know people try to get me to like sympathize or empathize and i'm like I, no i don't yeah like especially I, like from new york yeah like, i don't i'm sorry it, and like that's the half the re- like reno doesn't travel too much like yeah. from a lot of people and so they don't know that big city living like yeah. if you could like in a big i don't city. even want to take a car into the city yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> like i want to like walk, use public transportation trans- yes, exactly. well, and, and now that midtown's getting busier and people and so many more people are walking you really want like hundreds more people walking past your vehicle yeah. all day mm-hmm. on you know and half, you know, maybe half of those people aren't decent people. Yeah, you know, it's Midtown still has its shady side. Yeah, and I'm totally fine with that too. I love it. I love Midtown mm-hmm. Shadow. I'll well, I think <laughs> all of Reno, like well, downtown Reno, all still has like that. That's what makes Reno Reno. Right, like, and it'll never go away. And you know, I, let the rats walk around for a little while. Like let them out. Like they, they need sun too. They, yeah, they it's their <laughs> it's their world too. Yeah, like, <laughs> like you can't gentrify everything. Yeah. yeah, I just don't have to feed the rats. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> And like that's the thing, like, and that's what I love about Reno, because like it does still have a greediness no matter what. Yeah, no I mean it's Reno. What. Unless you change the name, it's 
It's. I mean, it yeah. has a show Reno Nine One One that constantly portrayed it as this grimy, fucking wacky ass place, which it really is. Still is. Yeah, it it's is. really not like, that far from the truth. But just no palm trees. Yeah, no palm trees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only the B rolls. Here. Yeah, that's it. Just the B roll. We don't, we don't have Come any on, guys. Come on, get yeah. a couple shots of like the casino. Yeah. You can do some the mountains in the background. Can like, do some landscape scouting. Yeah, that's like Friends, where like that one building is famous and they. And it's only on B-roll. It's all shot and filmed in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. But yeah. I never watched that show, so. <laughs> no. I don't know what you're talking Sein- about. Sein- Seinfeld was my jam. <laughs> yeah, Seinfeld was my jam. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely shot in New York. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't think Jerry Seinfeld would have allowed it anywhere else. Anywhere right? else, yeah. That's what, like, I would love to make a show about Reno. Like, I feel like it's a, like, Reno can be one of those cities that is a character in a fucking it's like, movie. It's like, yeah. like New York. It's like, yeah, yeah it's a yeah, character. Yeah. Reno part has of plenty it. of flavor and character. Oh, absolutely. Especially downtown to, hey, to provide that. Maybe with the, hopefully this downtown we're going to have. Let's start a let's, series. Let's write a movie. Yeah. Oh, man. I want to be on the pilot. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm in. Um, so how did you get into ta- to tattooing? Um, you know, I, I went into a shop before I was 18 to try and get a tattoo in New York and uh, you couldn't get parental consent. So, you know, I tried the whole fake ID thing and obviously it didn't work. Um, But, you know, they let me sweep the floors and like kind of figure it out. And then I just like kind of started apprenticing when I was like 17 in this really, really crappy shop. I don't even say the name. (laughs) Um, It was real bad. Um, But it got my foot in the door. You know, I just want, you know, after I stopped playing baseball, I had to find something. So I, uh, you know, I, I graduated high school when I was 17 because my birthday's in August. Um, you got that Corona? <laughs> <laughs> That's my allergy. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I got my foot in the door in a really crappy shop and just kind of like upgraded. Every time I left somewhere, I was like, I, if I'm going to leave, I have to go somewhere better. And so every time I just went to a better place and a better place until eventually I was like, I need to create the better place. Make the place for yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for other people, all the you know, all the dudes that work with me too. It's mm-hmm. it's fucking awesome. Yeah, no, it's it's always great going in there because I'm always worried about going back there. Even though you guys are like, just come fucking back here because it's your <laughs> Dude, guys. You is... could you could walk in the back door and no one would say anything. Yeah, if I <laughs> yeah, and it's always open too. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like well, it's because we're out there smoking smoke, weed. Yeah, <laughs> and then I'm just like always like because I know it's like your guys' space too, and you and everyone's always tattooing somebody. Yeah, but too. you you've been around since damn near the beginning yeah so it's but like... i still feel weird though but it's a, it's an awesome shot but now that you got the little uh uh receptionist area out front to help from the other people walking back yeah there, which is awesome yeah it's it's pretty great like the as much as the separation throws people off mm-hmm. it's so much better especially for like situations where there's like social distancing <laughs> um it prevents us from having to deal with yeah. crowds that are way too big and you know people bringing 10 friends with them to get tattooed Sorry about it. You got to wait up front like everybody yeah. else. Like, yeah. we need our space, too. Like, we yeah. have to work. But, yeah, it's very inviting in there. And, like, you guys' areas are so awesome to chill in and, like, notice new things popping up all the time. Yeah, I go to uh, I go to Junkie often and find knickknacks to just throw on shelves. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> where, did the, uh, where did the idea for the art space, the art gallery, come from? Um, You know, I had never thought about, like – presenting my art anywhere before and i was like well i created the tattoo space for everybody what if i create a gallery space for everybody and so it it, you know it just it was an idea you know i talked you know talked to caesar Mm -hmm. about it too you know it was a space for people like us to 
put our stuff because we don't get the opportunity to put them very many other places. Especially so. here in town because it's like there's not that many. Places. There's not that yeah. many for like average person because there's like Stremel Gallery and they do like really high high end. Yeah, you know? and like when we were first doing it, you know, Never Ender was still open and mm-hmm. they were doing great art shows. Um, but like you know, everybody has an art space now, but we really wanted a space that was like this is a gallery for gallery art. For for artists that don't go to Stremel or mm-hmm. the Nevada Museum of Art, you know, you know, we don't have that kind of clout yet. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. I, I mean, I yeah. love it. It's, yeah, it's good. Getting to see my friends who are artists have a space to you know present their art and actually, you know, share it with other people. Yeah, I mean, and we, you know, we definitely have like a, a niche of the kind of art that we show, but it's not just paintings. Like Caesar's had, photo- two, yeah, yeah. He's photography. Rich Moore has done mm-hmm. photography shows. We've had sculpture shows. Uh, Bryce uh, did that full installation show once. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it, you know, it's we don't show everything because obviously the businessman side of me, you know, we have to appeal to our to our crowd <laughs> yeah. to, to some degree. Um, but you know, we try to show as much as we can. And I love that you guys have group shows like what, twice a year at least? Um, no, we have, well, we have, uh, three for sure now. Yeah. So we have the one in January, which is our, uh, like the, the Chinese Zodiac show. Yeah. Um, and then we have the art town show, which is now going to be an annual skateboard show. Okay. And then we have the October Tight. and then the October mm. creep show. Yeah. Yeah. So like he has like so much group stuff, which is not just like, which is awesome because it just brings everyone together and it just helps I love build that. the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, we community. sprinkle in solo shows here and yeah. there, um, take a few months off here and there. It, yeah. it, it gets overwhelming sometimes, mm-hmm. especially when you have a group show with like 30 artists in it. I'm like, man, that's like herding cats, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like real difficult. And all, and all artists too, because everyone's yeah. like a little different. And like you obviously know with your upcoming show. <laughs> Yeah, just, like I don't it's get giving me anxiety. Just thinking yeah, about dude, I feel you on that every time. Mm-hmm. Like me and Josie Rock had uh, had a like a combo show mm-hmm. like a few months ago, and the whole time it's like, dude, what the fuck are we gonna do? Yeah, like <laughs> are we gonna do new stuff? And yeah. you're like both. I don't both? know. Yeah, it's just because you guys have so much, you know, art like still old stuff and yeah i mean joe has an entire room in his house full of shit that and he's junkie yeah and yeah he's got a booth at <laughs> junkie he's got he a room a in his house and now that he's apprenticing at the shop yeah uh he's got a, a little cor- yeah he's got a little corner in the station with some yeah. stuff so mm. there's joe art everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> yeah well, that's cool though i mean hopefully eventually you know he gets his big break and I can't believe he hasn't gotten it yet. And like, the dude is yeah. such a hard worker. He's it's so insane. Good. Like, uh huh. And he's so good. And like, it's slowly because like Reno's always last with everything, you know. Yeah. And then, but him, him, and like Hernan and everyone has been pushing. So that's why there's like a lot of murals around, right? Like, like, like Eric, er, yeah, Eric Burke, yeah. Like, and he's busy out of like because we try to get him on the show all the time, and he's like, oh, oh yeah, good luck. Yeah, I'm going, <laughs> I'm going here, I'm going there, you know. Yeah. And, Salute to Eric Burke because yeah. he did that one uh, along the uh, the wall in Sutro behind the event center, and it shows like the um, history of Nevada mm-hmm. and like it's an amazing mural. I, I don't even know how long it's it's like three quarters of a mile or something oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but it's all along. I mean, he had help. It wasn't just yeah. him, but he organized it. Mm. It's amazing. Like, you probably don't drive over there. Like, the school yeah. was over there, so I saw it every day, and I saw them work on it. But mm. he did another one, like, uh, in the the low-income housing behind my old school. There's, like, a huge retaining wall. Oh, the Section 9 up back there? Yeah, and uh, he, like, did a project with the mm. school where, he, you know, he came in. So 
people like that promoting art like yeah. is something you didn't see in Reno either, and that's a lot more. Common and now we have too. all like murals all over, yeah. especially yeah, mural fest. Like, yeah. we have a whole festival based on murals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm trying really hard to um, show people that there's more art than just Burning Man art. Yes, no, right. very true. Because and I'm not knocking any of it. Well, I'm knocking some of it, <laughs> um, but I'm not knocking most of it because most of it is really really good. But a lot of people in Reno think that's the only kind of art we have. Right. Because kind of Burning Man sell. is the biggest thing. I'm like, no, there's more. There's fine art here. There's like, it's it's not just glitter and pink paint on pieces of wood. Like, yeah. it's, you know, it's there's real there's real stuff. More out art there. everywhere, like we said. Yeah, like yeah. One episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to the uh, the Arts and Culture Commission. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> out there trying to yeah get things going. Trying to fight fighting the good fight. Yeah. Trying to change just that average yeah. mentality. Yeah. Of the person that rather buy something from ikea or like michael's yeah like Like, yeah i mean if you're furnishing a hotel by all means buy it at ikea yeah but if you're putting it in your home get some original shit Mm, especially locally because if you're from here you love reno like we have plenty plenty of awesome artists here yeah that'll burn the honeycomb hideout is a test i mean yeah yeah yeah, just this room alone i'm looking at plenty of really cool stuff yeah but yeah, I mean, me and Joe alone have piles of art that you can come by. <laughs> so, uh, are there any other mediums of of, uh, of art that you dabble in besides painting and tattooing? Uh, yeah, you know, I sculpt a little bit. Um, I like to build shit out of wood. Um, I like to do like little dioramas. I I built like this little robot like diorama a few years ago for a sculpture show that we did. Uh, wired some lights into it. Um, is that where the Legos come in you were talking to us earlier about? Oh, no, nah, the Legos, that's my, uh, that's my guilt. That's like my Zen moment. That's like my, um, my, I don't have to think about anything moment, like even more than video games, like Legos, they, it's literally the instructions are there for you. You just kind of like zone out and build Legos and you just kind of like get a moment mm-hmm. to think. It's like people meditating, Yeah, you know, it's, nice. it's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's everyone needs that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's great. I think everyone needs like a no brainer hobby, like something that doesn't make you money, something that doesn't like, you're not putting it out there for the world. Just do some shit for you. Like mm-hmm. I don't build Legos for other people. Who yeah. the hell does that? Like <laughs> I do it for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything in the future happen with like lasting dose or the gallery or any thoughts? Um, I mean, we're just like trying to like stay on top of business right now because business is actually pretty good despite, you know, the, the construction and the the virus scare. Um, we're just trying to keep on keeping on. You know, we had travel plans, but those are obviously yeah shot Thankful. for another month or two. Yeah. Um, so we're just like hunkering down like everybody else, just, you know, painting and, you know, making some improvements and cleaning some stuff up. Um. Yeah, I mean, we don't have a show next month just for that reason, just mm-hmm. to like clean everything up and make everything nice, and you know, get back on track for everybody. Do a little spring cleaning. Yeah, nice. Um, so you made uh, you made a stormtrooper helmet, right? For oh, Alex's for, shop. Yeah, for Coffee and Comics. Yeah, did that sell? Yeah, yeah, it did. Uh, that one, uh, uh, Darren did one from gold world paint mm. uh and then armando did one uh they all sold actually mondo's just sold the other day alex came and dropped off money <laughs> nice nice yeah mm. so yeah those did really well so we'll probably every once in a while I'll throw another one in do there another or one? Yeah. yeah is that something you like to do just i had never done anything like that honestly <laughs> he alex came with the helmets he's like you know anybody who want to paint these i'm like i'm sure i can find someone <laughs> um and i did it and i was like man that was kind of fun I was like, I definitely want to do more of those. Nice. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were like the the 
the vinyl ones from Walmart. Like they were just like right. And we just made them look super. Cool. Yeah. yeah, like people don't. Th- I, I always see stuff like that, and it's so cool because it's like obviously something you can buy in a store, but then it's been like customized, right? And, like personalized. Right, I thought exactly. that was a great idea for Alex to go reach out to. Yeah, no, he's a he's a pretty smart dude. He <laughs> he definitely knows what he's got going on over there. He know he knows his crowd. Yeah. 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 I've been amazed. Like yeah. I'm like, God, this is Yeah, killing <laughs> exactly kill, what yeah, yeah. killing the game. I didn't know I needed in my life. <laughs> yeah. It's a shame it's not in Midtown. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's probably too pricey for him anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think I think the thing he wanted like a bigger space right. so people could Midtown chill. doesn't have any and they, spaces there's that nothing big. like that. And if it is that big, then well, it's too much. Ghost already has it. Yeah. Because <laughs> you had to pull down some walls. Yeah, so. had to knock down some walls <laughs> to get all that square footage. Yeah. But other than that, like everything is pretty small unless like right. you're, unless like you're a bar or something. Right. And it's super expensive anyway. So yeah. but I kinda like it. You know, there's not any big huge like mm-hmm. bars or gigantic restaurants. It kinda yeah. keeps it like that local. Right. Everything's small, local right. local, local yeah. feel. And it's cool because it's not too far from the freeway. And it's just like uh it's for me it's awesome because down the street from work. So right, yeah. I'm totally. there like once, twice a week at least. Yeah. Hanging out. It's pretty great. If I don't want to drive for a week, I don't have to. <laughs> like, guys, I'm just going to walk on my hands to work today. <laughs> well, uh, well, should we take a, a first break? A first break, yeah. So um, my song of the week is off the new J Electronica album. And then this one is called Shiny Suit Theory. So listen and enjoy, guys. Salute. And they're waiting anxiously for them to appear. They're on the drop floor here for someone's truck. The ambulances over there are still doing a steady train with steering and barrels. Here they are again! I'm sailing on the cloud, they trailing below. Shrink told me it's a feeling they'll never know. I pack up all my sins and I wear them to the show and let them go, let them go, let them go, let them go. I'm sailing on the cloud, they trailing below. My shrink told me it's a feeling they'll never know. I pack up all my sins and every yell that I blow and let them go, let them go, let them go, let them go. In the land before time, a land before altar boy, synagogues and shrines. Man was in his prime. Look how far I go in time just to start a rhyme. The method is sublime, you get blessed with every line I'm in touch with every shrine From Japan to Oaxaca The melanated, carbon dated, phantom of the chakras Me and Puff, we was chilling in Miami He said, nigga, fuck the underground You need to win a Grammy for your mama and your family They need to see you shined up You built a mighty high ladder Let me see you climb up Nigga, what you scared of? Terrorize these artificial rap niggas and spread love Pollinate the earbuds like you supposed to spit it for the culture pay no attention to the critics and the vultures they rather have a shot of Belvy just to spite you they cast the judgments because they feel they got the right to fuck them i let the dice roll like the father did i gotta shine it's in my blood i'm a harlem kid i treat my babies right treat my ladies ladylike hit them with a remix to make sure that they play me twice i thought you said it's the return of the black kings luxurious homes fur coats and fat chains They trailing below. My shrink told me it's a feeling they'll never know. I pack up all my sins and I wear them to the show and let them go, let them go, let them go, let them go. I'm sailing on the cloud. They trailing below. My shrink told me it's a feeling they'll never know. I pack up all my sins and every yell that I blow and let them go, let them go, let them go, let them go. In this Manila envelope, the results of my insanity. Crack set across the line to real life and fantasy. 
can it be the same one on covers with Warren Buffett? We're stuck in the undercovers. Warren with motherfuckers went from war into war. Undercovers to covers. If you believe in that sort of love, your screws need adjusting enough. Well, I know justice and black ladies on the back of buses. I'm the immaculate conception of rappers slash hustlers. My God, it's so hard to conceive. But it all falls perfect. I'm like autumn is the trees. Uh, the doc interrupted. He scribbled a prescription for some Prozac. He said, take that for your mustard, boy. You must be off your rocker if you think you'll make it off the strip before they pop you. Nigga, you gotta be psychotic or mix a certain potent with your vodka. It takes a lot to shock us, but you being so prosperous is preposterous. How could this snappy-headed boy from out the projects be the apple of America's obsession? You totally disconnected with reality. Don't believe in dreams. Since when did black men become kings? You have no idea, yeah. The means to what I say, and you have no idea how I got this way. Now fear my dream, and by the time you wake, I'll look down from the clouds. See, I'm on my way. I'm sailing on the cloud, they're trailing below. My shrink told me it's a feeling they'll never know. I pack up all my sins and I wear them to the shore and let them go, let them go, let them go, let them go. I'm sailing on the cloud, they're trailing below. My shrink told me it's a feeling they'll never know. I pack up all my sins and every yell that I blow and let them go, let them go, let them go, let them go. Welcome back to the Caesar Song of the Week, Shiny Suit Theory by Jay Electronica, featuring the Dream. He finally dropped the album. Finally. And like, you know, sorry guys, it's good, but not as good as I thought it'd be. But <laughs> Yeah, I listened to it like once or twice the other day and like like one song, like I like that song. Mm. Uh, the production with the, the sample. sample. Mm-hmm. But uh like one song I was like, I'm not feeling this at all. Mm-hmm. Like this is kind of disappointing yeah it's not like exhibit a that single exhibit c and things like that like those like really good and like i think we've just been waiting too long for it he's just the most high he's like he's just the most hyped rapper because he Mm. had like four really super good songs Mm. but never had a whole album salute to salute to combat jack r.i.p but he called them hip-hop's unicorn yeah so and this is what happens like you, you build expectations or maybe you're just overhyped mm-hmm. and it's impossible to live up yeah. to the expectations. That's usually what happens. It's yeah. the overhype. And I think that's what happened with mm-hmm. him. It's just if he had come out with an album eight years ago, yeah. this wouldn't it wouldn't have, you know, been Be- the same because thing. Because for me, seeing growth in a rapper is awesome. Like we always talk about Mac Miller, like when he was young, what do you know about smoking weed, eating eating junk food and buying sneakers, you know? And as he got older and everything matured and his seeing him mature as we mature, it was just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, what was the other example I was going to say? Um, but, yeah, it just took him too long, I think. And, uh, yeah. But it's good. Like, don't it's get a, me it's wrong. A, it's a start. It's out there now. Yeah, he got Jay, Jay-Z backing him and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Jay Electronica, the, yeah. the, the, the white whale of the hip-hop industry, <laughs> finally the, drops his album. What was the name of the, the testimony or something? I forget. Yeah. The, the, uh, here, I'll look it up. Yeah. But like he does, he does spit some bars. He got like you know things like to make you think about. But like Andre three thousand, like he's so hyped now that he's just like worried about making an album and not being as good as like what people expect from him now. Yeah, yeah it's called a written testimony for written. the J Electronica. Mm-hmm. But I think with Andre though, he's also been on so many features that it's mm-hmm. undeniable. Plus, he already has he's yeah. made albums in the past. Like, yeah, 
you know, he's got the whole mm. discography of Outcast yeah. to fall back on. Yeah. But now he's that to that point where it's like, if I make another one, it's not going to be as good as the other ones, you know? I, it's kind of like Nas. Like, Nas, you know, that uh, New York State of It's a mind. fine balance. Yeah. Like, after a while, like, Jay-Z, I think, does, like, he makes an album, what, every four, mm-hmm. five years, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, as you get older, it takes longer for you to get those experiences to make something relevant. Yeah. And Andre 3000, I think we have the perfect amount of Andre 3000 in our lives. Yeah. It's, we still appreciate it and we want more, uh-huh. but maybe we don't necessarily need it. Yeah. It's Very like ice true. cream, you know? <laughs> like if you had ice cream every day, mm-hmm. not only is it bad for you, you're not going to like it that much. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, on Always Sunny, uh, Mac, how they were talking about how he got fat, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then he, I forgot what talk show it was, and it was like the first 20 pounds were easy. <laughs> And it's like the next one, like the next 20 was really hard because you could only eat so much. Right. So what he would do, like an example, put like a gallon of ice cream. I have his assistant put a gallon of ice cream on the table and he wouldn't get to it till the end of the day because you could drink. He's like, you could drink more calories than you could eat. So uh, he would, he's like, that sounds so disgusting. Yeah. That sounds no. fucking awful. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't like ice cream anymore. <laughs> Dude, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. And he just chug ice Yeah, what cream. was he drinking? Like, just soda? He was drinking food? fight milk. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's crazy. He's like, the first 20. Four bodyguards, buy bodyguards. Yeah. <laughs> first 20 is easy. Yeah. <laughs> but after that. Because yeah. now he got into immaculate shape, you know? Right. And he go, dude, that interview was so funny. I forgot where it was at. But he was just like, he go, he's like, I go into the personal trainer that's trained all these people, you know? And he's like... I know what body type you want. Don't tell me. And he's like, you don't know what body type I'm looking for. And what do he say? He's like Brad Pitt from Fight Club. And he's like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and, then he's, and then he's like, I'm not going to hold your expectations too high. But from your neck down, I can make you look like <laughs> Brad Pitt from Fight Club. But from the neck up, that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the interview was so good. But yeah, because he has a new show on Apple TV, which I need to start watching. Nice. And it's about, um, uh, I think they're trying to do a game. Kind of like Grandma's Boy, how like uh, he was in like beta testing for a game. Oh, cool. So I think it's kind of like that. Oh, sick. But like a so series. So Grandma's Boy. We were talking about mm-hmm. that movie the other day. I, I was love like, that movie. It's so fucking good. So I was like, good. what's the movie where they're making the video game? He's like, Shots Week! <laughs> Shots Week! Uh, that fucking monkey, Because Emilio, <laughs> Emilio thought Alex looked like Nick Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> He kind of does, yeah. right? Like, he kind. Now that you say it, yeah. I was like, <laughs> "He's like, I'll take that." I'm like, "Yeah, like he kind of do." I mean, and he's hella funny, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. Grandma's boy, Grandma boy is <laughs> so good. He's like, "Yeah, my three roommates wouldn't let me go to sleep." You know, <laughs> you mean your parents? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so next up, got our, we do, we do have a petty move of the week. I memorized this. Okay, it made so, so you angry. don't you don't want to put it in there for me. Petty move of the week this week is by fucking Captain Little Hands. <laughs> tweeted the other day after like uh like bad figures came out about the coronavirus uh-huh. spreading he tweeted a thing that was a complete lie about like how joe biden had let uh one of the flu i can't remember which flu like spread and like like yeah like seventeen thousand people died from that like joe biden's <laughs> like i was like that's none of this is remotely true <laughs> it's like the yeah. most random yeah i'm like that's how petty it is though like Something comes out, like, people are, like, criticizing him for, like, needing to take more action and, like, lead us during this time we need leadership. And he, like, puts a tweet out talking about shit that, 
like supposedly happened eight years ago, Dude, blaming yeah. like Joe Biden. He's like a child who is like, oh, you did that. And he's like, no, but he broke that. Yeah. You know? And it's just totally. like, yeah. just putting the blame on someone else to take the blame off them. It's like, how fucking petty is this? Mm-hmm. It made me so mad. I'm like, look, like, reg- <laughs> like this is your job. Be, like, an, this yeah. be an adult. <laughs> yeah, be an, be adult. an adult. This yeah. is what you wanted. Yes. Like, you fucking wanted mm-hmm. this. Like, well, now you got to fucking deal well, with yeah, it. Well, yeah, he, well, he's the guy who gets what he wants. And he's like, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. 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 But mm-hmm. I'm stuck here now. So. Yeah. Fucking prototypical fuckboy. And I'm not going to let Mike Pence run this. (laughs) (laughs) But it's fucking... I was just like, that is... This is so... This is so Mm -hmm. fucking ultra fucking super saiyan yeah. petty yeah <laughs> he, he makes me so mad every time like zach and zach hit me up when i posted about it he's like i almost fucking threw my phone into the wall when i saw this <laughs> but at least he's keeping alec baldwin in work for uh, snl oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true yeah <laughs> the way he squints his eyes and it's just oh it's so let funny. me tell you something it's great, <laughs> it's great. everything's great <laughs> and his lips would oh god he, he looks like an orange butthole oh Fuck yeah. her up. Like one of my students yeah. like was doing a current event and like found a photo where it was like, look how different because he had like his hand up. And, like, look at the difference between the color of his face and his hand. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, there was a someone took Photoshop and um, they uh, color corrected his skin to look like what he would look like if he didn't have like the tanning stuff on. He looked dead. He, so yeah, he yeah he just because they took the color from his hand and they were like well what if his face was the same color oh jeez and he looked sickly no like, you could tell that picture where his hair's in the wind and like his hairline where like they the spray didn't get it's just so white he just looks like they tried to do like a collagen experiment on a potato <laughs> they're like I wonder if a potato could retain collagen all collagen <laughs> yep it can oh and it turns it orange. <laughs> Uh, everyone's frustrated with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially now after everything. Is, like, as a human being, he's a fucking monster. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got a, um, not a movie of the week, but your TV show of the week. But- so I finished watching second season of Altered Carbon. That um, show is fucking amazing, dude. The first season, <laughs> like second season, not as good as the first one. In, but Anthony me, Mackie, Anthony, was, he did a good yeah. job. I didn't think he'd do that good of a he job. He did a great job. And yeah, so the premise is it's in the future, kind of like Blade Runner esque, like colors and things like that. But what happens is they invent something where they could put your mind in a disc. So they call your body now a sleeve. So like, and, after, your, and your brain's called a stack. A stack, yeah. And they put it in a thing. So now people could live forever. And especially if you're rich, it's kind of there's like a rich poor thing going right, on right. too, like on every fucking thing. But like, <laughs> what? yeah, <laughs> yes. but there's like a revolution happening where like in the first one where like uh, they they don't want to live forever anymore. Yeah. So shit happens in the first one. And now the second season, they call it real death. They call it a real death. Yeah. And like there's a plague going around or like they think it's a plague, but it's about this planet and like elders and like the people that took over and fuck shit up, like, like yeah. colonizers, pretty much. Yeah, especially like America. Yeah, but it's awesome, and it's set in the future. They got crazy AI stuff going on, which makes you think about how shit's gonna go on later. Right. And it's just it's a good it's a good show. It's on uh, Netflix. Right? It's a Netflix. Yeah. So yeah, I think mm-hmm. minus the whole like transferring consciousness to a stack. Yeah. Everything else is pretty feasible. Yes. Like the the social construct and like mm-hmm. the way people will interact and like the 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 
mental ramifications of knowing that you can live forever, you're going to do a lot more crazy shit. Mm -hmm. And especially like (laughs) like the rich people, like obviously like their mentality is different. And like, you could even like rent a sleeve. Yeah. Like in the second, you can be put in any sleeve in any sleeve, but it's against the law to be in two sleeves. So it's kind of like weird shit. Mm. It's fucking, yeah. Like there's like, uh, consciousness backups so like if you die they just like basically like your last save point and they just like yeah. boot you back up and that's why when they're like what's the last thing you remember and the bitch punched him in the face yeah. he's like you fucking running away bitch yeah. <laughs> and me getting shot in the face yeah dude, Anthony uh-huh. Mackie was so good in that second yeah, season he did because the first season that I forget that guy's actor too that was mainly it was uh the guy that also played the new Robocop yeah him. which I which I which I also liked yes yeah but he did, did awesome that season yeah. I was like but what's cool about this they could get different actors every season I think season. that was the I think that was how it was designed it was designed to yeah. do that because it's just like now they could get Cuz isn't there someone fam- other another famous actress in the second season? Oh, that girl from she's in Black Lightning the on the CW show. Oh yeah, show? yeah. Yeah, so she's like I saw the I saw the trailer mm-hmm. for it the other And day. she was awesome in like that show Black Lightning too. Yeah, Black Lightning is amazing too. And that one's the really good one of my favorite. One of the best DC C- things. CW ones, yeah. But like she was in that, and like she did really good on that. That's probably why they got her for this one. Yeah, because mm. like in Black Lightning, she loses her arm, and then now she has like a robot arm. Wait, is that Black Lightning? I feel it's Black Lightning. No, that no. was uh. Oh shit! No, it was uh something with swords. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to say it was um, the Iron Fist show. Was it Marvel? Oh, is she the cop? Yeah, yeah, the cop okay, that loses there her it arm. is. Yeah, in, uh, yeah. In, uh, yeah, yeah. The, okay, there we yeah. go. The defenders. Yeah, that's it. When yeah. she, the one when she's fighting the dude in the, yeah. the building. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Yeah, My yeah, bad. Yeah. But black, black lightning is still a great fucking show. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Watch that one. Yeah. It's good. So season two of our altered cobble. Tip of the fitters Tip for of sure. Fitted. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and it's just crazy because it's just like colonizing and just like stuff that you know you think happens that people don't really think happens really happens. Well, because I think the whole premise is they they designed the stacks and the sleeves so we could travel through space yeah, that and was get to other planets and not die. Mm-hmm. So That was the originally for the stacks. Yeah. The original use of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sense. travel the cosmos. Yeah. And then Shout they, and then, Yeah, and that gets really good. Like, because it's, yeah, it's just Which watching. is a great idea, uh-huh. but we can see by the show how it could go very wrong. <laughs> yeah, and there's like mental stuff that goes wrong too. Like sometimes your mentality degrades every time you go to a new body. Yeah. So you go a little, get, a little crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Damn. Well, <clears throat> I have a. I watched the new uh, comedy special last night. Pete Davidson's new comedy special. Oh, that's special. so fucking funny. It was so funny. Yeah. So good. Like, he, <laughs> the lady he, liked like, it a lot. I was like, okay about it. He nah, like it talks was, about like all the shit know, on SNL. Like with the mm-hmm. shit in SNL with like Louis C.K. Yeah. like snitching on him. <laughs> yeah. And, and the Ariana Grande stuff. Ariana, oh, all about, God. The Ariana Grande stuff because I didn't even know like yeah. half that. And he's on. He's on a new show on Netflix too, or a, a movie, I think. I don't know, but yeah. he gets to have sex with Kate Beckinsale, so good for him. Yeah, yeah, he's living his <laughs> life right. Mm-hmm. It was great. Like it was so funny because he just he just talks about like the shit you want to know, and yep. he's kind of awkward and kind of looking down. Like oh. he looks like a kid who's wearing his dad's suit. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> what does yeah. he say? Like I got this nice. Uh, like suit off the women's like women's rack. Like yeah, it looks like my mom's old suit or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was super. And he's funny. from Staten Island, which is like yeah. the bastard child of New and York. And when he talks about <laughs> describes Staten Island, it was mm-hmm. so funny. He's like, it's just a garbage place. Yeah, like my, literally, it's just a dump. And it's literally like, built on a landfill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My favorite skit was when he was talking about how people were talking about his dad. <laughs> Where it's like, oh man, me and your dad uses so much fucking cocaine. Like, wow. <laughs> and he's like, that's the story you want to tell me about my dad. <laughs> 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 like, oh, he was actually a great guy, you know. Like, you know, I I feel like when the time comes and I hear stories about my dad, I have a feeling they're going to be kind of like that because <laughs> I always tell people my dad's a square bear, but I don't think he is. I think I just don't know. I think my dad. That's has, what he says. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like none of us know our fathers. <laughs> yeah, no. My dad only. I only know what my dad wants me to know. Yeah. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Yeah. Find about find out about my escapades after I'm dead. <laughs> All the mistresses coming down, out. Like, yeah. He sits you down. You're like 50. He's like, all right. Check this is out. what I was like. You got the, you got the videotape, actually. Or you can be like someone's dad. We Can't, know. On a camcorder on a yeah. giant VHS tape. Yeah. You can be like someone's dad, you know, where you just talk shit to your kids. That's yeah. about how yeah. boring they are compared to you. Yeah. <laughs> See, for us, when we get older, it's gonna it's all going to be documented. We're not going to have to tell stories. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I always say I'm so uh, glad, like, so, uh, like. I wasn't taking pictures of what I was doing Growing up. like when I was a no, teenager. Yeah. In I would early be committed 20s. or in jail. Yes. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I tell my students now, like, you guys need to stop filming yourselves doing all this wild ass shit. Yeah. What's yeah. wrong with you? Why are you? Tekashi, why? Tekashi you're, example. you're snitching on yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real. There's no video evidence of anything we, we used to do back you're then. You're leaving a paper trail. What's wrong with you? It's, it's hearsay when I Yeah, it's shit. like, yeah. you barely remember it, so it didn't even really happen. <laughs> exactly. It was a fog that Like, day. you got your shit saved on your fucking phone <laughs> and in the cloud. You have a Skynet. whole hard drive of it. Skynet knows. Yeah. Yeah, like Cyberdyne it. is coming. Yeah. <laughs> no, we talk about them all the time because that Chinese company is called Skynet. They named themselves yes. Skynet. And because the guy uh, uh, supposedly really liked Terminator Term- fan. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's really Skynet. <laughs> it's like the same thing when you see articles like, scientists have retro-engineered a chicken to have teeth and scales. I'm like... Did you not see any Jurassic Park movie? <laughs> yeah. You not see how this ends up. Or Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. Or Black. Yeah. Oh, my God. Black Mirror. Totally getting started on that show. Thank yeah. God. Like, that shows. I saw the meme where it was like, this is a shitty episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> 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 What's going on in the world right now? Uh, the the one episode that gets me a Black Mirror is the one where the guy goes for the beta testing of the video game, and it's like the the VR game. And, oh, yeah, yeah. And he, he, I think that was the first episode I ever saw. That episode fuck me. i was going through a dark time in my life and i watched that and i was like if i watch any more of this show i'm gonna probably kill isn't myself. that like where like, they kill like they kill like if you you actually it's not the one where they accidentally kill his friend or something in the game or he's not sure what's going on yeah so in the i mean without giving spoilers he goes through the whole episode thinking it's taken all this time and like all this shit is happening yeah 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 and then at the end you find out it was all vr and it's fucking wild that, that was the first episode of that show i saw like it's, i walked in on brian watching it and sat down <laughs> i was like what the fuck yeah yeah that episode is probably one of the biggest mind fuck episodes <laughs> of that whole show yeah that's got me hooked. there's like a bunch of like underlying mommy issues and shit it's like it's crazy it's crazy it fucked me up uh, so what do we have next sean it's world news time caesar <laughs> and you know what we gotta talk about in world news the coronavirus. Yes. As it spreads, France has closed all businesses mm. to try and stop its spread. Yeah. It, Italy's, Except for grocery stores. Italy's got everybody on hard quarantine. Mm-hmm. What's cool about Italy, though, people don't have to pay their mortgages or anything like That's that. That's cool. 
And like, I mean, that's what you're going to have to do eventually. And still get paid at work. Yeah. Yesterday, almost 400 people died in Italy from the from the 400? In one day. It was like 387 people died yesterday. Just think it's a lot of old people in just Italy, think, guys. Yeah. <laughs> just think about how, how much of those uh, uh, recipes, those family recipes died out right oh, there. Oh, man, they better be written down. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, like you said, Aaron was saying, we're, yeah. what, we're 11 days behind Italy's curve mm-hmm, here yeah. in the United States. Yep. Yeah. And it's just the thing, it's... We've done dealt with this so shittily mm-hmm. oh, compared yeah. to like if you look at like Taiwan and uh, South Korea and Taiwan Japan only has like four or something like four deaths or something like that. They were just way was so much better prepared for it than we mm-hmm. were, and if we're gonna pay the price, like yeah, Trump like Trump was fucked up so badly. Well, from def- defunding the CDC and then being like, oh shit, we kind of needed them, huh? Mm-hmm. And then like. <laughs> like Firing the pandemic team. Yeah. And then did you see in the press conference, someone asked them, like, hey, why did you fire the team that's responsible for dealing with this last year? Like, don't you think that was a mistake? And he acted like she did. He was like, that's a nasty question. Uh, <laughs> that's a nasty question. Shame on you. How could you ask that? How I don't you, know. How dare you? How do you I ask don't me even that? Know, I don't even know yeah. what happened. And he's like, Tom, Tom, maybe you can like. <laughs> Were in the like he said at the time like they were doing it to save money, and then he acted like he didn't know it, and then like the, later on that day, uh, Sherard Brown, Senator Sherard Brown posted a letter he wrote a year and a half ago where he asked Trump the same exact question. Damn. He tweeted it. And he's like, "No, you're lying. I wrote this letter 400 days ago asking you, why did you do this? Because we're extremely at risk." Mm-hmm. And nothing, and he's still not doing anything. So yesterday, like all the airports where these people were coming back, they just like announced these airports without consulting them. Like these are the ones you need to go to if you're flying back into the country. And like at Chicago's O'Hare, they didn't have enough testing kits. They didn't have places to put everyone. So literally, like, people are standing in line shoulder to shoulder in huge packs for like six yeah. hours. Don't get in social gatherings, but everyone get together for these tests. <laughs> yes. So they're just and like, like yeah, and all these people airport. are flying in from all Other these places yeah. that are infected. Mm. So like literally you're guaranteeing like all those people have it and they're mm. all going to go home. Yep. And, and all over the country. So and the, like the governor of Illinois was like tweeted like, like at like federal, like Trump, like you need to get your shit together because you just put all this on us and we don't have the means to do it. He's like, this is under your, cause they're like. The and like someone like someone in Congress was like, get your state together, and he's like, this is a fe- like, customs is not under my control. Yeah. This is a federal this thing. This is all of us. <laughs> but he's like, I can't. I don't ha- like. This is a customs thing. That's under federal yeah. control. Like yeah. the state doesn't control it. He's like, I can't do anything about this literally, yeah. and you're refusing to help me on it. Yeah. And Iowa probably doesn't even have an international airport. No. Yeah. So, just dude, it's fucking terrible. It's, yeah. yeah. The the mass panic is it's so mind boggling. Like, I mean, I, honestly, I take that back. It's not mind boggling. It's human nature to panic. Well, especially yeah. when it's becoming clear that we're unprepared. Like, we're not prepared because they were show, saying like in Germany, like uh, Angela Merkel came out and like was honest with the. She was like, "Yes, like uh, there's going to be like." You know, tens of thousands of people die and like up to 70 percent of the population might get this. And like the stock market didn't go down there. People didn't panic there because they were like just 
upfront yeah. honest like this is what we're doing to prevent this but this is what might like this is worst case scenario and just laid out everything and got ahead of it whereas here you had this fucking idiot a <laughs> month ago saying it was a hoax and not to worry about it yeah and then they then have he, a they have an antidote or a yeah, an antidote. Seed, yeah. In, in a month a month or two an away. antidote like it's some super villain movie yeah, yeah, like exactly. i have the antidote <laughs> yeah and then he's sitting there saying uh it's gonna be like the flu and just yeah. magically disappeared they're like every all the sciences ever like no none like, of that is true like yeah. when the weather changes they say it's gonna be gone and then everyone's like scientists are like no no like you still get it's the gonna flu. be worse you still get the flu in the summertime well then you're gonna you're gonna have your seasonal allergies which make you more susceptible mm-hmm. and it's like but then there's the other the other tip it's like am i sneezing because i'm allergic to sagebrush or yeah. am i sneezing and coughing because i have coronavirus uh-huh. and there's gonna be like weird panic there's gonna be like people taking things into their own hands like at stores and shit like seeing someone cough and like i watch way too much like tv to sci-fi not, shit. Yeah, yeah i watch way too much yeah. like post-apocalyptic yes. sci-fi shit to not think of that well they're saying like south korea is testing ten thousand people a day there hasn't even been 10,000 people tested in the entire United States. Mm-hmm. And isn't the testing, like, insanely expensive? That's like, the other thing. Yeah. Like, the kits that, like, the World Health, Health Organization made available to everyone that, like, all these other countries are buying and giving out for free, the United States refused them. Came up with their own kit that didn't fucking work And I think first. it was, like, $3,500 or some crazy thing. So like, I was saying it's, like, $1,500 with insurance. Jesus Christ. So, like, you still had to pay three, whatever your deductible. Yeah. yeah. And that's the other part is like, our healthcare system so fucking sucks so badly. Well, it's it's run by the almighty dollar. Yes. It, and like, that's bottom, that's the bottom line. And they're just that's saying, the like, there's line. no incentive. For all you fucking free market capitalist libertarian fucking idiots, listen to this right now. There's no incentivization for fucking free markets to prepare for things like this because it costs too much money to prepare. Yep. So there's no incentive for companies to do that. So we're super ill prepared. So don't come at like all these, like, sh- like one of my friends was still did it, like, uh, Fucking supporting his like libertarian like oh like the free market I'm like no shut the fuck up this is the problem like this is why this is wrong yeah. like this is the moment of capitalism being tested yes. and it is fucking failing yep. miserably yeah absolutely because like these companies don't care about the average person the little person at all like your no. fucking corporate mm. overlords are fucking up they have abandoned ye and yeah. they probably got a bunch of. Corona test things in their house. Oh yeah, they've probably been tested twice this week. <laughs> yeah, so all these dumb fucks who still support like this, like these these policies and everything. Like, you won't have a leg to stand on. Yeah. In six months, when you see the devastation that this is going to bring. Yep. Like it's just undeniable at this point. Like you just look and see what's going on in Italy. Doctors are literally having to be like, nope, like you're too old for you us to, we don't have enough health, like mm-hmm. we don't have enough space. We don't have enough ICU. Yeah, units. we don't have we, the resources to treat someone who like. Who yeah. in a normal, normal circumstances would be safe. Yeah. That's going to be us. Like we're looking at that and people are just still in denial about it. Yeah. Then in America, like one of the CDC guys. He said because America is obese, obese is like an underlying factor like smoking. So a lot of like younger people, not just older people in America are going to get really sick. Well, and, and also I, I, um, I don't know the specifics of the graph, but I saw one that it was the numbers of the people infected and, and had died in China already. And you also got to think the air quality and the, the health of these people prior to this. 
it was terrible. Like just their air pollution alone could contribute to this. So and they all like, smoke. And they and they all smoke mm-hmm. until they're a hundred. That's what they were yeah. saying, Mike. Uh, in China, older men were dying way more than women because they're like they've been smoked. It's so common for older like men to have sm- been smoking since it was so common like back in the day. Right. So like men over eighty. They're dying way more because most of them smoked. We're like women, the death rates way lower because none of right. them ever smoked. Right. So I mean, there's there's just so many factors. I mean, the bottom line is wash your fucking hands, <laughs> stop picking your nose, and you know treat your body right. Like take care of yourself, eat right, clean yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it's I mean it's the simplest thing you can do. But the good. I feel like the good thing about this is eventually this is going to fundamentally change the way people look at health. Yeah. And healthcare. I mean, and we like, hope so. And it has to. I mean, I would. I would like to think it will. Mm-hmm. Like as they go back and do like look back and see how this like spread and everything. Because I feel like the like the economy, like we, you know, all these small businesses. If they have to shut down businesses for months at a time, you're going to have to institute policies yeah. to prevent all these businesses from going big. Like if you guys had to shut down for two months, like you guys would oh. be. Oh yeah, we'd be screwed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. that's. There's literally millions of people all around the country like yeah. you that own a small business. Yep. And if you have to shut down for two months, you don't. there's no insurance for that. No. And then all your employees you have to worry about. So mm-hmm. if and, that happens. And as a tattooer, I will say the vast majority of us are terrible at saving money. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's not you. Like, you guys um, don't have like a you know a four hundred one k. I like mean, people who have them pension. now don't have them, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, that's the, that's the other part of this. Like yeah. all the people who like were told, oh, like you know, instead of these, you know, put your pensions in four hundred one k's. Like, look what's happening to those. You're losing all your money. I in mean, the stock granted, it, it'll it will come back, but not in a timely manner. And that's what people want. They want the they want the quick fix. I'm like. That the quick fix is what got us into this mess. Exactly. And I was like, that's what that's what got us here. The quick fix. We need the we need the total restructure. We need the total breakdown and rebuild of a good system. I don't know what that system is, but I know the one we have is not working. Is not mm-hmm. great. <laughs> yeah. And, and the average American is not knowledge,able either. Like that's right. that's they what don't scares have to me. Be. Yeah, that's yeah. what scares me you too. You don't have to be. There's just so much fear tactics right. out there in the media that like scare people for this way and that way. It's just that, look for your yeah. own information. Yes. You know, seek out your own knowledge. Don't mm. just listen to TMZ or yeah. you know Fox News or Vice. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, look look, look at the experts. The, yeah. someone posted this today. They're like, the media didn't tell you to panic. Like the CDC was yeah. like, wash your hands. Yeah, and then all these other so-called experts that you listen to, like that have a, a you know, whether they're political gain or monetary gain, told you to panic. And I want to know that's what happened. I want to know what asshole brought up buying all the toilet paper. <laughs> An asshole. Yeah, like who, like. At no point did they ever say diarrhea was a symptom of the coronavirus. Why the hell? They they were talking like a, a, some study was like like in a sociological study was like people are buying water and toilet paper because that's like they they're trying to like insert control over their lives. Right. So they feel like having like extra of these things is just some because those are like basic things. Yeah. So it's just, just like a psychological a thing. Yeah, it's like a psychological <laughs> thing, and that's why people are because like there's no logical reason for no. people to buy toilet paper. No. I mean, hand sanitizer and soap, totally get it. Buy buy it up. Great. I'm glad you're washing your hands now. I do it 20 times a day. Right. (laughs) Like, the toilet paper thing just, like, blows my mind up. Yeah, and, like, ramen's selling out now, too. Because I think... think, Posers. They think quarantine... (laughs) 
is like they're just stuck at your house and can't. Like, and it's self quarantine. Yeah, you don't have to stay home, but if you're gonna go out, be smart. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and if you go out, like you can still go to the store. Like they're saying, like just go to the store like you normally do. Yeah. And buy a little bit home. extra. Just don't take thirty people with you and stay in a tight group around mm-hmm. other thirty people. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing. It's not like there's gonna be cops out in the streets making you stay yeah. in your house. Yeah. It's just like. <laughs> You know, it's just like you stay at home, avoid contact with a lot of people, but you can't. And it's go- just, and like, I saw them out, like, yeah. it just slows it enough. Like, yeah. that it doesn't overwhelm the medical yeah. system. That's all they're trying to do. Yeah. They're not saying it's going to prevent you from getting it because, like, they're like, you're probably going to get it eventually. Mm-hmm. Most this of is us just probably so, will. Like this, is just so that, this will yeah. make it so that everyone doesn't get it at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're like, you know how, see how it looks when everyone runs to fucking Costco? Mm-hmm. Imagine yeah. when everyone's running to the hospital. It's going to be worse. It'd be way worse. Because Costco's probably bigger than the average hospital. Yeah. And probably better funded. <laughs> yeah. That was another thing. China built two new hospitals in like a month mm. and a half to help specifically deal with this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But where's, uh, our, where's our capitalistic fucking <laughs> yeah. heroes out there? Like, this is a failure of the system. And it's like, stop. Look, I'm not saying capitalism is evil. It hasn't done plenty. But I'm like, as a historian... Like, feudalism helped people, too. Yeah. No one, like, talks about that. Like, we should go back to feudalism. <laughs> yeah. Like, capitalism replaced that. Like, it's yeah. an evolution. Things get better over time. <laughs> and, like, this system has run its course. Like, it's no, no longer improving the lives of enough people for, to be worthwhile. And, you know, it could be, you know, as simple a fix as, you know, just, like, fix a few key components of our system. Like, the, the system, the idea of the system is great. The idea of the system would work fine if everyone did what they were supposed to do. Right. Like communism. Yeah. It's good on paper, you know? Yeah, it's good on paper, but like, I that mean, one reality. Person, like eventually, but if you ignore the problem for too long, yeah, like these small fixes be- become impossible to implement. Yep. And then you have to make large changes. Yep. And I think that's. And then that's, you know, it's a much smaller scale. It's like what's going on in Midtown with the construction. It's like, yeah, you could take each side street and fix one at a time, but unless you just rip up the whole damn thing and fix well, those... like the other like infrastructure. So yeah. part of the reason it's taking so long with the construction, Brian was explaining is that all of these, all the pipes and all everything the utilities are underground are underground and all those are super old here. Yeah. So like they have to replace them now yep. because it's, there's no other time where it'll be even feasibly cost right. to do it. So every time, so every time they replace a street, they have to replace all the underlying infrastructure right. underneath it, which includes water and electricity and everything right. else that's going underground. Yeah. And you know, on the larger scale, it's like, you know, capitalism, it's like, yeah, it could work, but it needs to be taken apart and put back together in the right order for it to work everyone has to do their job and infrastructure is like definitely in the u.s is a different another different story like how oh we're my God. how we get products and everything well, i mean like we haven't thing. invested in infrastructure since the 1950s yeah oh yeah so and it's fucking everything up. like you look at all these bridges and everything that were built between 19 most of most of the bridges in this country and shit roads were built between 1930 and 19 like 60 mm-hmm. yeah they're not meant to last forever. No. That eventually, at some point, you're going to have to reinvest in those things. And, and that requires, America's like, not. tax and money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what they did. That's why the country boomed. That's what made America America was building, like, the, the economic prosperity was building all of these things. Everyone had jobs. You were investing in the infrastructure of the, of the country. And you saw, like, the greatest, you know, improvement of quality of life 
in the history of yeah. mankind as a result. And yeah. that's how China was too, because China and now like we owe China so much money because like they invested in themselves and their infrastructure. Yeah, grew, seventy years ago, China was an agrarian society, mm. not industrialized at all, and look mm. at them now. Yeah, and like, they they're challenging in, us. They invested in, in infrastructure, their waterways, how they transport their products from point A and to all point those things B. Spur, yeah. export. All those things spur like new ideas for dealing with problems and like that's right. what's going to like building all those things and everything you you encounter things you don't expect and you come up with solutions you never knew you had mm-hmm. and that's what we need yeah to face the problems of the fucking of now yeah mm-hmm. but anyways let's <laughs> let's get out of this Ooh, black hole let's uh <laughs> and it's your song of the week right yeah so before we get to that like sports everything's shut down oh like, yeah there's no sports like, to talk like, about <laughs> yeah like to me it's not that weird because it's not that busy of a time of year anyway like march madness wouldn't have started yet but mm-hmm. it is weird like no sports like no, no football hockey. no baseball no, no baseball no and like hockey, I, no I, soccer, I usually no go tennis. i usually yeah. go see A's yankees you know yeah and like they say spring training and two weeks which most likely so like may maybe even june you yeah. know like there might not even be depending on how it's controlled yeah so it's just like you know like i'm canceling like all my trips like, for like, this year like, i was saying last night the greatest thing mm-hmm. that happened in this whole clusterfuck was rudy gobert of the jazz getting the virus because it forced the nba yep. to shut down and once people realized that the national basketball association was willing to lose billions of dollars to protect its players and, and its, its fans, fans yeah then that made everything like it was a domino effect after that you know like other sports mm-hmm. started and once people it's sad to say but once people saw their sports shut down they're like oh shit this is real this is real this is real yeah. yeah if that hadn't happened who knows where we're at now if that hadn't because there was no one at the top telling like our fuck the leadership of this country was so fucking stupid it took like everyone else below him like all these governors shout out and salute to all these governors who are taking action because the person in charge of the country isn't so. Yeah. Well, and that uh, the one player from the from the Pelicans who uh, said he was going to pay the uh, stadium workers uh, wages for thirty days. Yeah, dude, that's tight. Well, yeah. and I posted something earlier. It's like, why is it that this nineteen-year-old rookie, yeah, who has like a you know what a twenty million dollar contract like is doing this, mm-hmm. where the owner of the fucking team is worth six billion dollars yeah. and she hasn't said shit? Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing. No statement, nothing. Like Dal, like like Mark Cuban, the owner of the Mavericks, like, with, like he found out live. Like they showed him finding out about it live. They interviewed him, and in the moment, he even had already thought of. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, like we're gonna have to start some fun to like for all the arena workers and everything because I know everyone in the organization, all these other people are gonna. So he in the moment thought of it, but you haven't seen any of these other fucking billionaire owners. No. And that's the perfect example of what's wrong with the society. Mm-hmm. Yep. People are expecting the people in the middle, like they're expecting players to do this, but the owners who are worth a hundred times what <laughs> yes. the players are, yeah. are sitting there who depend mm-hmm. on these people, make all their money off these people, aren't doing shit to no. fucking help mm-hmm. them. It's such bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> fucking vote, vote for Bernie Sanders, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. In, in hopefully Bernie doesn't get. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. You don't say that. No, I'm just like <laughs> like Trump po- test did test negative. Like, yeah. Like, Dice was oh. like, fuck, damn it. <laughs> but uh, it's the it's all the colonic or the collagen injection. Yeah, yeah, and this potato head. Yeah. <laughs> and the McDonald's artificial, like all the McDonald's yeah. the artificial. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, in honor of. Social distancing and self-quarantining. 
My song of the week is the uh, classic De La Soul, Me, Myself, and I. For nice. all of you who are out there chilling by yourselves, uh, uh, solo dolo. Uh, this one is. goes out to you. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't believe this, man. Yo, yo, Duff, who they put you with, man? I got Death Beat, man. Yo, man, they stuck me and Mace with Death Beat, too. Hello, Prince Paul's the name. You know the DJ for Sets of Sonic and the producer of this particular group? And now off of that and on to the soul. Daylight, that is. If you take three glasses of water and put food coloring in them, you have many different colors, but it's still the same old water. Make the connection, and now back to our video. Myself and my person by stating I'm darkly packed. I know this, so I point at Q-tip and he states black is black. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Shovel chestnuts in my path. Just keep on the nuts so I don't get an aftermath. But if I do, I'll calmly punch them in the fourth day of July. Cause they try to mess with third degree. That's me, myself, and I. Nah. It's just me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I. It's just me, myself, and I.
Welcome back to Up in the Mix, guys. That was Sean's pick of the week, and it was Me, Myself, and I by the legendary Dead Lasso. Check out that music video if you haven't seen it. It was like, really, like takes you back to yeah. the early 90s, late 80s. Super funny the way they're dressed and like just the school theme. Haircut. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> All the Kangol hats. Kangol, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taking me back to being a kid like, I can't wait to grow up and dress like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it wasn't in style, of course, by the time I was like, I did missed have, it. I did have a couple Kangol hats, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think a tracksuit. Yeah, I had like one when I was yes, younger. Tracksuits now. Yeah, <laughs> but like when I was younger, especially like mom, like you know, it was hard for her to afford like a full Adidas thing, you know. Yeah. So like being a little poor, but yeah, tracksuit poppy this summer. Watch <laughs> out! I'm saying you'll know I I made it is when I have a fucking custom Adidas tracksuit with matching fucking shoes. <laughs> Hell That's yeah. the first thing I buy. If There's I ever a get website. rich, there's a website you can get a custom track, not Adidas, but you can get a custom tracksuit for relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'm, find I'll find it and send yeah, it. To you. Yeah, like, yeah, it's great. I'm gonna have the whole spectrum. Get my Nike fit, you know, with the tech wear and the classic Adidas, you know. So Shelt- like, some shell toes and a tracksuit. Yeah, I'm our, one of the outfits. It's like 1988. Yeah, I already got the shell toes, <laughs> definitely. But it's just like I just need the tracksuit. But what just annoys me a little bit is just like my body type is a little weird because like <laughs> the top I'm like a two X and the bottom I could do a one X. So it, it's it's hard. For when you go to the store and get it, they're like, you got to get the same stuff. That's why you got to get custom. You got to mm. mix, mix and match. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have like a, a tracksuit one, but it's just like the like the nylon one. Mm-hmm. So like it's like for the wintertime. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. Wi- they're wintertime <laughs> for the winter and a little thicker and they have uh, to keep you warm and stuff, some insulation. So it's good, but it's just like almost like pajama pants because they're 2X. <laughs> but they're comfy as shit. Well, <laughs> when I was a kid from like probably the age of like eight until eighth grade, I refused to wear jeans. <laughs> like, I didn't like jeans. Yeah, yeah. So almost all of my pants were, like, track pants. Yeah. <laughs> I just had fucking eight pairs of track pants, and they were all, like, black or yeah. navy blue. Uh-huh. Like, different brands. Like, I had, like, different, like, you know, I had, like, a nice Nike one and, like, an Adidas pair, and then just, like, a bunch of generic pairs. And that was, like, literally mm. where I wore, like, sixth, seventh, and, like, into eighth grade. <laughs> and it's funny how, like, the athletic, uh, someone, it was, like, uh, lazy athletic or like athletic wear but people like that are not athletic wear it you know oh that's, yeah that's how that's how we are again yep full circle i'm into it <laughs> yeah. sign me up dude yeah because like those comfy uh, as fuck those, yeah. like joggers whoo like all on the weekend i'm just like whoo just stretching out feeling great yeah <laughs> well now it's time for our mandarin questions mm-hmm. section yeah. of the show and Mike, we've got some great questions because, right. like you, we're both nerds. Hell yeah! So uh, we can nerd out a little bit. But first, we have some important questions. Uh, important question for you as a New Yorker. Okay. Because you know, I told you my parents moved to New York. I had never mm. believed the whole. You know, I watched Seinfeld, the bagel thing, uh-huh. like the difference between a New York bagel oh, and yeah. a bagel else. everywhere else. Oh yeah! It's but a, now I'm it's fully aware. Yeah, it's like a, it's a. It's, fact. Not, it's not even the same food. And no. pizza, pizza too. So. Mm. See? See, that's what it is. So our question is, as a New Yorker, what is your favorite thing, bagels or pizza? Oh, man. Can I have both? <laughs> um, I would. I would, I think I'd have to pick pizza. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Do you have a favorite spot here in Reno that you like to go to? I love Sizzle Pie. <laughs> Sizzle Pie is the fucking best spot in this town. And I'm like, uh, about Sizzle Pie. <laughs> so funny. Do you have a place in New York you remember that you really like? Oh, um, well, there's a place... Uh, in Long Beach, New York, called Geno's that everybody went to. So Geno's, and there's another place called uh, DeCoco's. Very, very Italian names, as you could probably imagine. Right. Um, but those are my two spots. Nice. Yeah. Uh, next one, favorite favorite place in Reno. Favorite place? Mm-hmm. 
Lasting dose tattoo. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you chill there all the time. Yeah, I'm there more than I'm home. Be honest. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Uh, where would you live if you could live anywhere in the U.S.? In the U.S. Or in the world, I'm sorry. All right, in the world? Man. Um, you know, I go to Canada a lot. I go to Calgary. I'd probably pick Calgary. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. What takes you up to Calgary? Um, I have friends there. Like on a whim, I'd say probably seven years ago, I was like, I want to go somewhere I've never been before by myself. And I was like, ah, Calgary. And uh, I hit up a shop that I didn't know. I'm like, hey, you guys don't know me. I'm from the States. I want to come do a guest spot. And they're like, yeah, come through. And then uh, I did the guest spot and I met one of my now best friends, Garrett. Um, And so I go back to Canada like once a year for like a week or two. That's cool. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Free health insurance, so they probably got <laughs> probably help you out up there. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, your dream collabo as an artist, like if you could collaborate with anybody. Oh my god, um, it's it's a tie between um, James Jean and uh, Tristan Eaton. Tristan Eaton is like a crazy famous like muralist. He's like one of the best. Um, and James Jean, uh, he's a very, he's an illustrator. He's done like, uh, art, um, what's the word? Campaigns for like Prada and stuff like that. Like, yeah. If you've ever been in my station, there's that big print with like all the colors and like all like the weird, like kind of lanky figures. That's a James Jean piece. Like Mm. the best. Nice. Yeah. All right. Next question. Marvel or Star Wars? Which universe do you like more? Well, it's the same thing now, <laughs> um, but Marvel. Marvel? Yeah. Were you into comics as a kid? Yeah. Um, what, was, what was your favorite? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Nice. Anything in the Spider-Verse. I have, so I have a very extensive comic book collection, um, and I have like these like um, acid-preventing, water-resistant, fire-proof boxes that I keep stuff <laughs> yeah. in, and four of them are just Spider-Verse, like Spider-Man, Venom, Spider Gwen, Carnage, anything that has yeah. to do with Spider Man, you know Miles Morales, uh, Scarlet Spider, everything. Yeah. It's all Spider Man. What what uh, it got you into the Spider Man? Um, it was one. It was the first comic book I ever bought with my own money. I actually ha- still have that comic framed framed in my house. How old were you? Oh shit! I had to. Um, I want to say I was like twelve. I'm trying. I'm trying to remember the year. It's the. Uh, it's the cover that Todd McFarlane drew. Uh, it's the famous pose with Spider-Man on the cover with all the webs. And then when he did uh, Spawn number one, he did the same pose, but did it's it with Spawn. Tight. Um, so it's that comic book. It's like 13th edition. The villain is uh, the lizard. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I still have it and it's framed in my house. I've read it once and I've had it for almost 30 years maybe did you get another copy so that's one you could read no 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 mm. i just i i i read it and i remember it so vividly i don't i don't think i need another one because it's just like that first one it was the, the first, first one all glowing yeah. and I, bought, like, yeah, I bought it with my own money like i you know i did chores i got paid and i was like i'm buying a comic book with this two dollars <laughs> i have <laughs> yeah did you pay the price that was on there too? The, oh yeah no what, i bought one ninety nine. Oh, i bought it brand new i think it says like 95 cents on it yeah. or something like that Ah. Yeah. Awesome. Or a dollar twenty five. It's in that realm of like yeah. really cheap comics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a Marvel fan, then what did you think of 
the last what was it phase four? Uh, end game yeah like end game what'd you think of like all this um i thought it was great um i'm like one of the rare marvel fans that actually loves the marvel movies um in the in the respect that the mcu is not the comic books they yeah. they took the movies from the comic books and the characters are from the comic books but the mcu is its own thing mm-hmm it's like Marvel has all those universes, like the MCU is one Earth, of them. Yeah, and MCU, you know, they have Earth six one six, which is which is where like all the main Marvel storylines originate from. Then they have like um, the twenty ninety nine, and then they have the MCU, which is technically its own verse. Yeah, because they take bits and pieces from different comics, yeah. and like because it's just hard to make everything like that mesh yeah. together. Like it's impossible. Like they do an amazing. The, thing yeah, as I, it is. yeah, that's why I, the thing I liked about it is they made it like. Like a comic book universe. Yeah. Where you have like different things going on and you see people sometimes interact, sometimes yeah. directly, sometimes not so directly. Yeah. And that's what comic book movies were missing was that interconnect. Like the fact that like Disney now has access to like Fantastic Four and um, the X-Men, X-Men. Mm-hmm. like the the, mut- the mutants being not being in the MCU up until now has been weird. Right. Because like Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver are We're technically mutants. mutants. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So to, and they didn't acknowledge that, which they might now that they can. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of those characters were mutants. And the fact that they weren't called that was weird. But going back to it, it's the MCU. They, you know, it's kind of their own thing. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, uh, I think it's good. I hey, think, what are you, which, uh, which movie are you looking forward to seeing the, out of the, the ones that have been announced so far? Oh, man. Um, I want to see that Morbius movie really bad. Yeah. I think that's going to be Jared Leto's uh, swan song. I think it's going to be his redemption movie because that Joker was a pile yes. of crap. <laughs> not that good at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His Joker was terrible. I wish they would forget it, and I wish he would too. No, he still wants to do more. But that Morbius movie looks great because – it's setting up for the new Blade movie. Yeah. So, and I'm excited about that too because I love those Wesley Snipe Blade movies. Yes. They're great. And the third one's a little yes. iffy. No, exactly. um, the, yeah. like the first one, that shit. The, the first, first one, two, the first two my, are great. The first one, fantastic. Just like two seeing like, it though yeah. in theaters, yeah. like this is so mm-hmm. fucking cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Blade movies were great. Asterix on number three. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Even even Wesley Snipes was pissed at how he came out. I would be too. And you could tell too, because like there's a bunch of scenes where like they're cut and chopped together. They're yeah. not even. It was in just the same kind room. of a money grab by, mm-hmm. by right. was a fox. Yeah, and like Ryan Reynolds is a little too much because like he only works that Ryan. Ryan Reynolds only is only work. he's only Deadpool. Yeah, that's it. Like he was born to be Deadpool. He'll he should always be Deadpool. Yeah, he does pretty good in rom coms though. Yeah, and that <laughs> new movie coming out. Um, I think it's regular guy, the one where he's like the NPC in a video game that becomes self-aware. Oh shit! So he plays an what? NPC. Yeah, so he plays a. This sounds great already. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think it's called Regular Guy. I'm not quite sure, um, but he he's an NPC in a game, and he starts realizing that he wants more out of his life. So he ventures out and realizes that he lives in a video game, and he gets all these like video game powers and upgrades, and like he has like a visor, like a a HUD screen, and he's an NPC, so. The video game is like, what's happening? So, and it's Ryan Reynolds, so you know it's going to be funny. It's going to yeah. be like dick and fart jokes, and yeah. it's going to be great. <laughs> That's that awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, you enjoy the Marvel universe. I do. How do you feel about the Star Wars universe and the, um, the latest trilogy? <laughs> again, I'm a small majority, a small minority. I mean, that actually liked it. Um, I thought Seven was uh, a little repetitive because it was just New Hope. With yeah. with new characters, but I mean, it, 
that's just kind of how it worked. Like they, they needed star Wars for a new generation and new hope and like Jedi, you know, return of the Jedi and Empire strikes back. That's for people like us. That's for our generation. So they, to get kids into the star Wars universe without totally alienating the older movies, you know, they, they retold it um, in a way that like, I guess reads to a, like a broader audience. Um, I thought, I thought the movies were great. I thought the CGI was great. Mm -hmm. Uh, The story was, uh, you know, predictable. I thought uh-huh. The Last Jedi was the best movie out of all of them. Yeah, I think so. Like, when looking back now, like, that movie was great. Like, th- besides the, I mean, asterisks, the, the side thing with the casino was kind of. Yeah, that whole scene yeah. did not need to happen. It, it, was, it just, was fun to watch, but it was like, yeah. it didn't make but sense. But, like, you have scenes like that in other movies. Yeah. But, like, the story, like, the the fight scene is with uh, when he kills Snoke. Yeah. That's like one of the best fight scenes in the whole well, the whole universe. I just I don't understand why they killed Snoke so quick. They because it, it rushed that whole and if there's, well, there's any spoilers, no if, there, if there's any spoilers right now for anyone listening, you're an idiot. If yeah, you're not if we're not fucking watching it, yeah, don't worry. About um, it. you know them killing Snoke so quick like made them have to rush that Emperor thing. Like they they almost didn't even need the Emperor to be the bad well, guy. Well, like, yeah. Who knows what if he had been allowed? Because what's his name got fired after the second one, right? Who knows for how just he, cause he would have been, uh, you know, how he would have written the end. Like there's right. the rumor, like they have the so-called script where like they were going to like have to retake Coruscant and like had this whole thing supposedly that that's the way he would have gone and wouldn't have had the emperor in it. Right. I think that was the problem is just like the corporate bullshit from Disney well, I mean, kind of ruined it. Luckily, J.J. Abrams like came back and he's like, all right, all right, all right. I'll, I'll help produce it. I'll make sure it doesn't go off the rails this time. And you know the the Palpatine storyline with with Ray, I thought worked really well. Um, I like that they didn't. The Emperor, I think they said that it was canon that he was a clone. Like that was a clone of the Emperor. That's why he was on yeah. like the Sith. They planet. explained it yeah. in like a comic afterwards. Yeah, so that makes sense. So I, the way they like kind of buttoned up the story at the end, I thought was good for what they had to work with with Episode Eight. Um, but I mean, in all fairness, the best Star Wars movie to come out in the last five or six years is Ro- is Rogue One. Oh, Rogue One, oh, Rogue One, is, yeah. yeah. Rogue One is you even though the ending, like you know, yeah. Like, Rogue One was amazing. It was amazing. fantastic. Rogue One yeah. was the finest Star Wars movie they've done in the last mm-hmm. ten years. Funny, quirky, yeah. K two so right next to C three PO is probably yeah. the most interesting droid they've ever done. Yeah. Like BB 8s great too. Like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, BB eight is a is a is a good droid and it's it's cool for kids and adults too love it, mm-hmm. but K two SO was the complete dude. package. Total <laughs> total story arc yeah, that like, I loved. I, dude. And yeah. what makes that movie so good is that like the main character, you know, is fine. And their story, like the two of them, but all the other characters are so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the yep. all the other storylines are so great. Even though the main storyline, you know what's going to happen and yeah. what's going to end, yeah. how it's going to end, and then like at the end of the movie, the Darth Vader scene, oh, yeah, yeah. Just that made it. Dude, I, I head. believe yeah. in the Force. Like, yeah, oh, he was my favorite. Oh yeah, I just I won with the Force. Yeah, getting, <laughs> yeah. getting to see fucking prime Darth Vader go yeah. ham, like because mm-hmm. like you know if you read the books or the comics, like he does crazy ass shit. Yeah, but they don't really show it in the movies. That's yeah. why I hope moving forward they kind of uh, just start over go in a new direction or something well, and I heard a rumor that uh George Lucas uh expect, expressed interest on writing more movies and continuing not the Skywalker saga but Star Wars in general 
I think and like expanding. I think him writing the stories would be great. Yeah. Just not don't let him direct the movies. No. Like he can't write. He's terrible at writing dialogue, but like and also don't let him do a Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's great at like guiding the direction, right? And I think well, he had the original vision. It's it'd be like if Gene Roddenberry was still alive today, he'd be the one, you know, pointing Star Trek in the direction it needed to go. Mm-hmm. Which I will go on record and say I'm more of a Trekkie than a Star Wars guy. Okay, yeah, <laughs> but that's I, cool though. Yeah. Next generation or well, I, or which, yeah. which one? And which my, one? Next generation. Oh yeah, yeah. Picard, yeah. Picard's my captain all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I grew up. My, my mm-hmm. mom and uncle are huge Star Wars or Star Trek fans, mm-hmm. so I grew up seeing all the movies. I watched yeah. the original uh, Star, show, the yeah. original show, yeah. and then I watched like all of Next Generation. Like, I've watched as a it kid. like three times. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's it's good. Dude. I even watched like I mm-hmm. I did watch I think some of Deep Space Nine, but I never got into Voyager. It. It's I so, love Voyager. Top three like, is obviously Next Gen mm-hmm. Voyager original series and then you know deep space nine is in there it's good but yeah like i love voyager yeah voyager was great i just love the the premise of that one was so different than all the other ones because they were like lost in the delta quadrant Mm -hmm. like way away from the federation and like they were basically stranded trying to get on their own yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. like trying to get back yeah, next generation they just like oh send you here there and same thing with deep space nine Mm -hmm. because next gen and deep space take place at the same time Um, right yeah and and I will say the argument that I like Trek Star Trek more than Star Wars. There wouldn't be a Star Wars without Star Trek. Mm. Like George Lucas has flat out said it. Like yeah. my inspiration, I wanted to write a uh, outer space western. Yeah. And you know, I took my cue from Star Trek. Like all that sci-fi stuff, no one was doing I that, mean, that back that then. Star Trek started basically all, invented yeah. sci-fi. Yeah, well, at least sci-fi TV. You know, yeah, like yeah. they they broke so many barriers and they they tried so many new things and i mean just like the technology we have today like ipads like they were using stuff like ipads on next gen yeah like and you know stuff like that so a lot of our i think our technology cues are taken from shows like star trek that are like Mm -hmm. like quote-unquote feasible sci-fi you know like yeah because they had like almost like a smartwatch back in yeah, the yeah they you know they and they had tricorders which were just basically cell phones yeah. like mm-hmm. like because we can measure stuff with our phones and now. it takes your heartbeat yeah it takes our heartbeats <laughs> yes. it's uh-huh. like I, I mean all our technology is taken from shows like that mm-hmm. i never thought of that that's a good perspective like yeah damn <laughs> mind blown i was like tricorders are like cell phones yeah, yeah. uh-huh because I can measure the wall right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You know, but tricorders can see a little bit through the walls. We need to advance them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still, we're, we're, we're still behind. We'll That's the there. iPhone 25. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming out next Christmas. <laughs> $1,300. <Yeah>. And <laughs> $13,000. You get a coronavirus test with it. <laughs> All right. The next one. It's the last one. Last one. Dinner with three people, uh, dead or alive. Who would they be? Dinner with three people, dead or alive. Stanley, mm-hmm. obviously, is one. Um, damn, this is—I've never thought of this question. Um, Stanley, I want to say Bill Murray, strictly for Ghostbusters, <laughs> <laughs> um, and Chevy Chase, just because I hear he's absolutely insane. Really? Yeah, I hear he's a a, a nightmare to work with, and I just want to see it in person. Because I loved him on Community, mm-hmm. and I, I heard just, he was like an asshole. Though. Yeah, and that's I want to see it. I want to see because like you always see like like him and Caddyshack and the way he interacts with like his dialogue. Like a lot of that is ad lib because he's such a crazy person. 
Mm. So I think, yeah, I think the three of them. Dude, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the well considering Bill Murray and Chevy Chase, I don't think like each other either, which would be very interesting. <laughs> that's an excellent answer. Yeah. I personally love Bill Murray. Yeah. I love Bill Murray. Yeah. Hanging up in the living room. Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the meandering question. You made it. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. Thanks for playing. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we, we don't have much else. Local events, right? Yeah. Stuff um, getting pushed back. Yeah. Everything's <laughs> nothing. been canceled. There's nothing going on. <laughs> My, my art show. Just listen to the podcast. Did you get an email about the art show, the hip-hop art show from Holland? No. I'm a, I'll have to forward you, see if you want to be in it. Because it's postponed until June now. It was supposed to be later oh, this I month. I saw Joe was, Joe was doing a piece for it. Oh, yeah, I'll totally do a piece. Yeah. But you have to, like, you're assigned somebody, right? Like a, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll get you on the list. Cool. Um But, yeah, the, the art show, because uh, uh, Holland has postponed all events, mm-hmm. so it's been rescheduled for June 12th. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so there'll be more information about that later. Everything else is canceled. Yeah. Uh, all city meetings, non-city of function, uh, non-official or essential city functions have been canceled. Uh, it's only a matter of time. I feel like before other stuff is. So yeah, I, I got a feeling on Monday I'm probably gonna get a call and to go to work. Yeah, my my D and D session tonight while we were doing this <laughs> podcast was canceled. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, our DM isn't feeling well. He's like, better safe than sorry. We're like, yeah. you're right. <laughs> do you guys still do it at? Uh... We do it in the ga- no, we do it in the gallery now. In the gallery, yeah. Okay. It's just nice. quieter, you know, yeah. when we have to be talking to each other, having ten other groups doing that. It's mm-hmm. and our DM is like, very soft spoken, so you have to like, really listen. Yeah, yeah. Because you guys used to glass die, right? Yeah, we used to go to the glass we still go you know we go every once in a while but it's you know it it's a small place that's very popular mm-hmm. so for six of us to get a table on a sunday afternoon is it's pretty tough uh, yeah yeah pretty tough mm-hmm. when's jeff opening up a second location because that place is always packed. Yeah. yeah well i think they um they just put out a th- um jeff put out a uh a thing on instagram saying that they were reducing the tables just to like which is good because you know you have people on top of each other. I mean, you were the day you and I were there playing. How busy yeah, it was! Yeah, um, that was it, a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, and it was a Sunday afternoon. Um, it, it's busy. Like taking two or three tables out of that place would actually benefit because people would be more comfortable. They wouldn't be on top of each There's other. More space. Yeah, more space, especially for board games. Like you know, the game we were playing, we were like standing up, walking around the table. <laughs> like there's like games you got to like move around for. Yeah. So it's good. I hope I. I mean, obviously, I hope he opens a second location, mm. which he totally will. Yeah, he just got done paying a bunch of debt compared to seeing on the Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I got all this paid off. I'm so happy. It took hard work and like, you know, it's awesome. You so know, yeah. Jeff, we'll have to have a lot of it. Yeah, we yeah, will. Jack, oh, you totally should have. Jeff no, he he, would. he like carries portable games with him all the time. Oh yeah, I'll see him at Magpie playing this crazy card game and he like challenges like another person oh he's the and game then, master dude it, it is wild because i'm like yo where's he's like a card he told me the whole he's like, he's like gandalf dude it's wild <laughs> yes <laughs> and it just it's crazy he knows, like we looked up this game sluice to mike he felt uh terraforming mars and like we had to like watch like a 30 minute video on how to play and everything and i go in and i'm like talking to jeff about it and he like knew everything about it and yeah, he knew, like for, he's like oh they've got an extension to it <laughs> yep. and like he's like yeah like if you guys you know giving us tips because like this is our first time playing we don't really know and i was like geez do you know this about all the games like, he knows all and that's that's what's so great about that place is he like, everyone that works there is so knowledgeable about what goes on there like it is a real i i really love the glass die everyone mm-hmm. should go there yeah Maybe not in these times. Though. Yeah, maybe not today or next week, but like you know, when you can go outside and be social again, go Definitely there. Check it out. Yeah, or just pass by if there's nobody in there. Yeah, just, just wait. have a couple of beers. Yeah, <laughs> you're pretty safe. Yeah.
Well, uh, make sure for all of you listeners to share, like, subscribe to the podcast. Comment. Comment wherever the podcast is available. It's everywhere. Uh, check it. Make sure you check out our new website. It's uh, anchor.fm slash up in the mix. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, anything else, uh, Mike, you want to tell the, the audience before you go? Wash your hands. <laughs> be safe and be smart. There you go. Well, until next time, I, I mean, maybe we will do it since the wedding you had next week is canceled. <laughs> it's po- postponed, not canceled. <laughs> They're still getting married. Postponed. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll... Canceled. We're not getting married anymore. <laughs> we were going to take a break next week, but yeah. you know, maybe we might, you will be in town and we'll have another one. Mm-hmm. But until then, stay safe, stay clean, and uh, peace. Track to Poppy. Stay hydrated. Salud. This is Michael O'Shea, a.k.a. the king of the two-day holiday. Pick this up from the boys, a.k.a. the passport killer. And I was just up in the mix, raw and uncut. Catch any of their witty banter on all your social media distractions, except the twatter. I mean Twitter. Peace. Peace.